This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. How long gone? A beautiful rainy Sunday here in Lower Manhattan. I just saw um, Jared Leto standing out in front of a Tesla at the Bowery Hotel, and he was dressed. He looked like an an, an Uber driver, but in Rick Owens. Mm. And it was a very confusing, and he looked like he really wanted to be rec- recognized. Like he was like standing there, looked like he was waiting for his passenger to come so he could put the luggage in the trunk. It's a very strange look for him. I mean, my my brain is still stuck on. Rick Owens, Uber driver. Could you give me a little more backstory? I need back shots on this one. The Tesla was all black with black rims, mm-hmm. black tint. His outfit was drapey and black, much like Rick's signature designs. Okay. okay. And his ha- hair is long, the beard. I mean, Jared Leto famously looks amazing because he, you know, drinks the blood of children. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he looked great, but he he did look like an Uber driver. And you know what? Let's give it up for Jared Leto for drinking the blood of children all the time, but he was not on Epstein's log, right? So he kind of did it OG, the old-fashioned way. No shortcuts. And <laughs> my hat's off to you. I'm, I'm sure he's wearing a Willy Wonka-esque top hat right now. So if you could just kind of take that off and put it back on. No, it would be... If he, I would agree that he... some if, if you avoid the logs, then that means maybe he has his own plane <laughs> is what I'm saying. Damn, that's, that's like the Jesus. Avoid the logs, beloved. <laughs> Every, every time Friday. a new flight takes off, takes off to what? Are, where is it? Pan, Panama or the key? Where is it? Yeah, it's it's in. I don't know actually. I don't remember. Avoid the logs, beloved. Um, and, and speaking of Wonka, reports are coming in that the Wonka movie is good. What do you think about that? Is that possible? Oh, anything's possible. I mean, I'm not going to see it, uh, but I'm sure that many, many unsuspecting people will. And I think, look, I think Timmy is probably a good actor. I've just never seen it. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sure he, he wouldn't get all of these huge roles if he wasn't actually good. Yeah, if he didn't have the chops to back it up. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just because he dresses terribly uh, doesn't mean that he can't act. And that's something that I want to, you know, I, I, I bet he can... I bet he's nice with it in front of the camera. He, I guess he's sort of like a twink Molly Boz. You see, you you cook the recipes and you're like, by golly, it is it is yummy. You know what? This is pretty. I mean, call me by your name. I did see that, but I was so distracted by Army's chiseled jaw that I was kind of. I didn't even remember Timmy was there. Um, you know, it, what's available on Delta flights right now? If you want to go back for a rewatch, it's uh, it's it's one of those films where you you can go back for second or thirds. Uh, call me by your name. Yeah, call me by your name. There's, there's. I wouldn't call them Easter eggs, but you're, the, I had moments where I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about this scene. This scene is more powerful. Yeah, those aren't, <laughs> those aren't, those aren't Easter eggs, sweetie. Those are oh, anal Chris, beads. Chris. That's two different things. Don't Come get those on. confused. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about the um, New York Times released 71 most stylish people of 2023. Oh, the usual suspects are on there. You know what I mean? Phoebe Philo. 
uh, Beyonce, Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. But there's some surprises and funny stuff that that I was impressed. Taylor with. Swift is a surprise. Yeah, well, that's because she's known to dress bad. Um, but yeah, tra- Travis Kelsey made opposite of style. Travis Kelsey, one of the worst dressed people on planet Earth, made the list. Which <sighs> oh, is no, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which is interesting. Um, and he's also wearing kids super. This is in the which, Times. Yeah, this is in the New York Times. He's oh. and, and they call him a desirable billboard for labels like Kids Super. You can hold that. Doja Cat, um, <laughs> Pharrell Williams, of course, Gwyneth Paltrow, our Queen. But my favorite entry, Jason, is the Sphere made it um, as a because it's a visual spectacle, much like a good outfit. So the Sphere in Las Vegas did make the list, which is what surprising. What the fuck it's is the New human. York Times doing? This is some Us Weekly shit, bro. Come on. It's no, I think it's it's supposed to be it's supposed to be funny. That's the whole idea. But is it? Is I mean, it, it's like is it dystopian through through the guise of LOL? It's funny. No, I think that I think it's like this list is supposed to be stupid. Like they they mentioned the bag from Succession, oh. like. You know, all kinds of all kinds of dumb stuff, okay. but but okay. but the people, the AI Pope made the list. Okay, I'm, I'm calming down. But yeah, but then there's some other stuff like Law Roach, terrible. Um, <laughs> Troy made it, of course. Zuckerberg forgot about Law Roach. I, I mean, we we all tried to. Uh, Pedro Pascal, our closeted king, is here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's it's just a funny it's a funny little thing to look at because I thought it was going to be serious. And then I got into it, and I was like, "You're naming fictional characters, and the cockroach from the Met Gala. It's this is not well. I'm you guys are not serious. I guess I'm I'm upset by the not seriousness because like it, it, you can't have both. They're going tweeners. Like if you're if I'm Phoebe Philo, and I'm like, oh great, I made the list. Who else made it? And they're like, uh, a piece of beef jerky that was on Twitter, and um, <laughs> a, a building in Las Vegas, and this one." f1 driver who was canceled but he's back and you're like okay this list is meaningless like yes if you're gonna go full beep then just do it yes, don't yes, do yeah. a mix of both because then nothing matters i i would kind of new york agree. times you fucked up again i would kind of agree with you but i kind of thought it was funny to be honest because i i just i was like that's because you have brain worms chris i hate the the joke about the cockroach and the met gala was one of the least funny things of all time so i'm upset that that's on here um, but otherwise, <laughs> you know, I, I can I can side it's, with most. It's the chicken shopification of of media. It continues to ravage us. It, it never it never. But fails. I will check out that list. I'll go by the newsstand. I need to get that one on the hard copy. Sorry, yeah, I'm I'm not feeling well. Yeah, I know. I'm actually feeling okay ish. So we, I guess, God, we haven't we haven't podcast. Okay, so I mean, we should just start at the beginning, Jason, on Thursday night or, or dinner. It's funny we're like, man, we haven't podcasted since every day this week. I feel like we've podcasted, <laughs> but it that's kind of the beauty of it, right? That's the whole point. And I hope I hope the listeners feel like that too. Yeah, I want I want us and the listeners to feel like, you know, when they would have like a contest on the radio to like the last person to be touching a car wins it. It's kind of like that. Everyone, <laughs> yes, yes, uh, yes. Our listeners and <laughs> us are both looking at each other like, I can do this all day. And you're like, you're going to die. And you're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, and then what? My organs stopped working because I didn't have enough fluid so I could win a Kia <laughs> from K-Rock. The, yeah, the, amputate it, bitch. Amputate the leg. I don't fucking care. Those contests were so cool. And I think they also did some where you like had to be inside the car. Like I think there was one where you like would just sit there, but I the, the one where you had to keep a body part on it is the that's the most legendary. Yeah, I think there was a Saved by the Bell episode where Everyone eventually started falling asleep. You could imagine what Dustin Diamond what got up to. I think about him all the time during the holiday season. Why? But I remember he like he like got in a fight with somebody at a bar and like died 
and it was like legit on Christmas Day. Like, oh, Dustin. Imagine, Anywho, di- imagine dying on Christmas Day. R.I.P. Shane McGowan. Well, when when they see my holiday party look from last night, they're gonna fucking be dead on Christmas Day. Oh, I'm sure it's crazy. You wore a, time of death. You wore a zany tie. <laughs> Let me guess. Zany tie? Come on, that's a bad word for it. it was, it's a holiday Snoopy tie. It's not zany. I would say wearing a cartoon tie feels a little zany. It's not. It's, it transcends cartoon, Chris. Come on. That's like it's like a Beatles song. It's in public domain at this point. I don't think that that's true, but people like Snoopy. There's a difference between wearing like a Calvin and Hobbes tie that, or like a Far Side tie. <laughs> Bro, check that man's hard drive. He's got child pornography <laughs> on it. He's got the Far Side tie. And he'd still that, be a substitute that, teacher. No, that's, that's true. Lock him up. Kids, uh, it's okay if you're late. Oh, yeah. Snoopy tie. Oh, man. Snoopy tie. Snoopy is carrying a small Christmas tree. People like people like Snoopy Oof. too much. I don't really understand what the it, the deal is. Snoopy is actually... Snoopy is, is burning too hot. He's riding too close to the sun. I think people are... This is like fourth wave Snoopy discovery. I'm here for it because I'm seeing a lot of Snoopy being unearthed, but... At a certain time, much like our housing market, the bubble's going to crash. The bubble's going to burst on Snoop. Um, <laughs> no, well, well, we started we started the weekend mm-hmm. in on Thursday because it was Jason's. It was your last night in New York after a full week, and you were fraying to say the least, coming apart. I was Fred Bear, and I I like it because I know what it is with you, and it's it's because you just can't be cold, <laughs> and I kind of respect that. Damn, you just you do. <laughs> You just can't handle it. Uh, all I'm hearing is is um is Wiz Khalifa when you said you know what it is. <laughs> I got black and yellow stuck in my head. <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> um yeah so yeah uh-huh. that is that is like the um my slow death is like when I'm in a situation where I'm a little bit chillier than I was was hoping I was gonna be. But I, Put a fork in me. I just, Put a fork in me. I just like it. I just like it because I see it. Ha- like I see you through the week, mm-hmm. and you're good, and then you're not as good, and then you're not good, and you're like, I have to get out of here, or I'm gonna die. Yeah. There, there's no. There's like it, it, you break down slowly, but it only takes a week, which is good. So you, you know it's coming. It's like when you're on a road trip and you're trying to decide if you should pull over for gas, and you're riding it yes, on E, yes, and you, yes. you could just slowly like, damn, he's still. I'm, I, I will pull through to go to Le Bernadin. Of course. I'll pull it together. And also, when you're in that situation where you're just like depleted, dead, deceased, period, all that shit, <laughs> if you just put a suit on... It does. You, no, it, helps, you, it helps you You're like, up. you know what? I feel, I feel good. It's like when... Like a, if you're like a crackhead, like wearing no pants, and then you hit that pipe, and you just feel like, oh, damn. Um, yeah, so we went to Le Bernadin with friend of the show, Andy Bargani. And... I was dreading this because I was the fourth choice as the third <laughs> third mic. We we found out in the car on the way there that it is jacket required. I had a jacket on and Jason did not, um, which is kind of funny, but I guess it was because you were so cold you had to wear like a big jacket and, and you couldn't have fit the blazer underneath or it wouldn't have felt right, which I get. Um, all that is true. and I, Plus, I was dead. But then when I walked in, the, the coat check person was like, you know what? You look good. No jacket required, big fella. That's actually not what happened. What happened was they said they changed the policy during COVID that a jacket is just suggested. But you did look good. There's no, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue that. I just want to make sure we kind of 
I, I wouldn't want to to confuse Chris, people. Chris, you keep being going, honest, man. You keep being honest, man. If they were going that, to Leyburn, awesome. you know what I mean? I, I wouldn't want to. But yeah, Leyburn isn't. <laughs> Leyburn is like a. I've been going to Burn since like 97. We were the youngest people in there by 15, 20, maybe 30 years. Hey, Jason, we all know there are things in life that you have to compromise on. You're eating at restaurants you don't want to eat at all the time to appease myself and others. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to your health, health, there's no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who used your appointment to catch up on the latest headlines, their family group chat, their crossword puzzles, just because they're available right now or because they take your slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. And you can search by location, availability, and insurance. So literally no compromises here because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors very close to you and instantly book appointments with them online. Just like when I'm looking for new shoes on my sites, you can filter specifically, see which doctors take your insurance located near you maybe find a doctor that's far away from you for personal reasons you don't want to disclose i use zocdoc and you should too go to zocdoc.com slash how long and download zocdoc for free then find and book a top-rated doctor today that's z-o-c-d-o-c dot com slash how long zocdoc.com slash how long how long gone is brought to you by neutrophil as you know you know hair thinning is quite complicated like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead. Give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair. With considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code How Long, all one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com <laughs> promo code how long. I like that. Obviously, the room looks untouched since the 1990s. I also like that. Yeah, even even the facade, the little uh, the awning. Yeah, it's just like oh man, that, they don't make it like that no more. The service is unbelievable. <laughs> Like unreal, and and I just to give you an example, I was I, I did the vegetarian tasting, and I had a uh, risotto course of some kind. It was saf- saffron. saffron, saffron, saffron. I'm sorry, it was saffron. And I, I guess in my in my um, you know, in my attempt to get it in my mouth, I did drop <laughs> a little bit onto the tablecloth, and <laughs> they came over and picked it up, but then got out a napkin. And positioned it over the the stain. It's like when you when you have sex on your on the period and you gotta lay a towel down. That's basically what happened. Yes, yeah, exactly. That's exactly. But it, what was, it was it was a it was a saffron based menstrual fluid. I thought they were gonna do. 
I thought they were going to do do it for everybody. I didn't understand what was going on, and then I asked, and they were and, and they were like, "No, you made a spill, so we had to correct it, big fella." You you you've desecrated our our tablecloth, yes. so we have to shame you by putting this down. It's kind yeah. of, it really felt I don't know you you didn't at first I was like oh maybe this is like the the jambalaya course or something we gotta lay a tarp down because it's gonna be messy oh we doing crawfish tonight eric hell yeah bro <laughs> better put the gloves on or else that crab that crawfish gets under the nails try and wash it out you can't this place is a lot different than i thought it was i heard i heard it was different this is fun all right who got the dinosaur ribs um <laughs> so when that happened i kind of felt i mean i to my delight because you made a mess and they covered it up um, but I also felt kind of bad because like if that would have happened to me, I would have felt embarrassed mostly because you guys would have made, made me embarrassed for doing that. Like I could, I could picture everyone having a great laugh at me not being able to get all the food in my mouth. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess that I, I took it in stride. Saffron notoriously stains. I was, yeah, no, you, you handled it. I was able to take the embarrassment. It's okay. I can live with when, it. um, you know, when you go to a restaurant and you get the bread and butter, and the butter is never enough. It's merely a suggestion of the correct amount oh, of butter. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, you know, yeah, may oh, yeah. maybe it's cold. You've got a big you know, hunkin' loaf, and you want to eat it, but the, you're, you're going light on the butter to try to spread it out. And you got to flag your server down, and you ask them for the butter. They forget. You got to ask them another time. They find mm -hmm. it comes out five minutes mm -hmm. later. At Le Burn, literally, the, the butter ramekin, oh. it would, as soon as it hit 50%, they would uh, a, yeah. nin, a butter yeah. ninja would come. It was like pull a, it, it was, off the table and replace it with a fresh. It was like a, an alcoholic bellied up at his favorite bar. That that glass is never empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was beautiful. Leave the bottle. It was beautiful, and and it's, the, it, it's kind of like if you ever go hunting with the royal family, and you're like, all right, I shot all the bullets in the gun. It's time to open it up and knock the shells out and put new ammo in. As soon as you shoot that last bullet. A, a man hands you a new gun full of more bullets ready to and you never have to think ready about to it. rock it felt like that ready to rock but the the bread was special it was de a delicious mini baguette as well as a brioche as well as a focaccia was available as well there was a handful of selections but there was a it was a never-ending bread basket it was a never <laughs> they, they came around whenever you wanted which i was for some reason surprised me i don't i don't know why but it felt cool yeah that it was available at all times it was it was like um if you're watching some old timey movie and you got the cigarette girl walking around yeah where you're just like everything i ever need is all here it felt like that there was just one person carrying a big basket around like uh, a container of sun chips on a delta flight or something like that but i felt bad because i want to say like all these breads are great all six of them look good but i have to choose between one and two of them so i don't look like a big heifer right I mean, absolute an absolute heifer yeah i mean i i think that it's hard to heff out on bread in that situation <laughs> because the meal is so light and everybody kind of knows that like we we, we ate eight courses oh. and i felt satisfied but definitely not full you know what i mean oh so it's it's actually this maybe this is the beauty of Le bernardin and and their their true french colors are showing where they're like we know this meal is going to be full of light seafood broths and things like mm -hmm. that consummate because we want to save room to celebrate bread and butter mm -hmm. because they're able to admit that that is the greatest food item that you can sell at a restaurant that's but that's, that's it's a, hard to make a lot of money selling bread and butter that's a good way to look at it and that's very possible and eric repair i mean he touched the table we built with the god 
he that seems silver fox very happy clunge, to see us. Clunge plunger. <laughs> <laughs> he seems he seems so happy to see us, and it was it was just great to catch up with him. You know, yeah. And we didn't have any girls at the table, and he still came over. <laughs> no, no girls, no girls, <laughs> no girls at the table, and he was able to still stop and chat with us, which did feel good. But yeah, I had a really. I loved it. I thought it was really good. I was dreading it because I didn't want to be there for four hours, but it flew by. It was delicious. You know, good company. Great company. A, a plus. We'll be, because it, it was it was much like a Moshe Kesher uh, medieval times. It was dinner and a show in terms of the kiki yes. level that was happening, right? That's Yeah, the kiki level was high. That's true. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. Um, yeah, it, the, the, I like the food there is, is giving old but in a refreshing way uh, it, it's kind of you you imagine like this is what they would eat on the sh- on the television show Frasier or something like that just peak french cuisine everything you know green apple is still in play things like that but yeah, yeah. in a way where it's like i'm glad that they're preserving this bygone style of cooking and it's it's positively thriving because there's nothing else like that anymore for better or for worse it feels like that's what they should be doing there yeah you know if they were if they were if they were doing some like funky stuff i would be like this ain't this this ain't your bag you're a classic you're an excellent classic place you don't ever need to change and i'm sure you have no problem filling the tables every night no not i mean every single table is full of that place is pumping they had multiple master sommeliers working working the floor and yeah. they, they probably had three three master psalms on the floor how was the moment. how was the the wine because you, you guys g- seem to get a little bit adventurous right that was probably my favorite part of the meal was how uh how wide open my psalm got with me you mean he was you mean he was busting it all the way open and giving you stuff that you wouldn't have expected kind of well it was it was one of those things where, like in that situation i never am like well can i see this and do you have this like i don't know that i i want to be like you're the master psalm yeah bring bring the psalm saw me out i'm i'm gonna refer to you you're the fucking pro and then when i do that it's not unusual for them to let me down sure so this was a situation where i was like do you get as weird as you want and there's no follow-up questions, which you're gonna get at a, a modern pussy-ass restaurant, you know? Like, Interesting. So we thinking like like salient? Like I was like, do you? And they're like, very good, sir. And they walk away, yeah. and you're like, okay, if that's confidence. Yeah, and like, for sure. Here's a weird-ass fucking wine that pairs perfectly with the almond on in this dish, where there's eleven <laughs> other um, ingredients. I, I like cool. I liked the guy. Those guys always talk too much for me um you know and and i just it's one yeah, of those of course but it's one of those things where it, it just goes back to the classic thing like if if wine is extremely boring to talk about unless it's someone else who loves it as much as you do mm. kind of vibe you know okay sideways if you're a sommelier like that at that kind of restaurant i guess you, you assume people are paying a certain price they want all the information but i don't know if that's necessarily true i think the, the nine tenths of the psalm job is kind of gauging the personalities of other people and how much true you know that how much they want to flirt how much they want to dance true. it was perfect for you it was perfect for you he was because he was he could tell that you were a freak that's why he was able to give you the right selections but he also knew how to tell you about yeah, it in a, a way that kept you interested i think we learned about all types of kinks that we're not going to get into <laughs> <laughs> yeah not from the psalm just to, just to be psalm. clear not not from the sommelier uh not from any employees at the beautiful Le Bernardin yeah. establishment and then thank you andy for for setting that up it was really it was fun and delicious I mean, yeah thanks to the whole team at Le B. I stole a napkin it's nice does it say anything on it it says Le Bern- it has a Le Bernardin logo on it but it's 
To be fair, it's a paper napkin, so it's not. Oh, that doesn't count. Okay. Well, it's grand count. larceny. You just you. It doesn't count. Yeah, they're complimentary. You couldn't leave without something. The lo- just the logo of it, just in that room. Logo's amazing. That the typeface is Logo's just. Amazing. I mean, it, it looks like like a Liz Claiborne perfume from 1989. Yeah. Like it's just so quintessential. Wow, that's very accurate. It's a basic typeface, but it conjures up so much. Conjures Georgia. No, you're let's pay some bills. No, you're absolutely right though. It is it is really uh the design is exactly that. That's a very good it's giving Claiborne. It's giving it's giving a free yeah, I got one in I got one in me every once in a while. Free with purchase Liz Claiborne items. When I was a kid, I used to get horny for Liz Claiborne perfume. I don't know what it was. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Like you you sprayed it on yourself or you liked the hot lady that sprayed it on you at like Macy's in OC? No, I would I would be careful here. The scent of it was positively intoxicating to me. Like whenever I'd go to the mall or something with my mom, I mean, this I was like I was like ten years old or something like that. I was I was not old enough to. I was prepubescent, but the smell of it was just like like a, a beef bourguignon to Julia or something like that. It was you know it can't explain what it does do to you, your body. Was it happy? Was it happy? Which scent was it? Do you remember? I don't remember. I think it, I feel like it was just white label Liz Claiborne. It must have had a name though. I don't know what it was. You but. know what we're going to do? You know, oh, that, oh, I'm sorry. Happy was Clinique. I apologize. I think what we can do is maybe we go, I'll buy all of the scents from your childhood era on eBay mm-hmm. and then we'll kind of do, do a, a sniffing um, <laughs> where... You try them all and see what kind of memories they. they I'm gonna con- do a sniffing. They conjure up. I think that could be a fun exercise for you to kind of get your get your, because you're not a super sniffer, only a taster. Oh, so it could be nice to exercise that muscle. No, no, no. no. I am. I, I. I. I'm also a super sniffer. I'm not good at. I'm not good at identifying the scent with words as much as a an internal feeling that I can't explain. It transcends language, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that means you're not good at it though, uh, because <laughs> being able to being able to translate it is kind of the whole thing. I'm, but, I'm yeah. like one of you know, like when you go see like a psychic medium, <laughs> and they're like they know something. They're like, I'm seeing this crazy shit, and you're like, what is it? And you're like, yes, and like they they see a perfect vision of it better than everyone else, but you. You just can't translate it into any words whatsoever that part That's of your you. brain has not developed okay that's kind of where i'm at which it could also just be full delusion narcissism in terms oh, of that's sense. definitely what it is but i'm i'm happy that you've gotten to that point without me better help who i want to talk about a, a gift that i received in the mail yeah thanks to gucci austria for sending me due panettone yeah thank you i'm looking at mine right now but i was talking about something else something more sinister and twisted mm-hmm. the Kerwin frost mcdonald's fry guy clogs <laughs> um which this guy clogs they they kind of look like cookie monsters you know what i mean they kind of look kind like of. just like giant not kind of they are they are giving cookie monsters. they have googly eyes we live in a post jonathan and post jonathan anderson frog slides world mm. and these are the turbo it's like if balenciaga made those because they're huge do you think jw spit out his espresso when he's seen these on grailed uh they're not on grailed yet um because i checked do you think he but, spit out his espresso when he's seen these on when he <laughs> saw him on poo crave <laughs> <laughs> maybe when he saw him on poo crave but i have two pairs in a size 12 so if anybody wears a 12 you know, let me know. I'd be happy to gift you if you have 500 bucks. Um, and they're, they're, the box <laughs> is unbelievable. The box, the heft of the box 
is because the, I can't the quality American made box. I can't explain to you how big these are, like how big the box is and how giant <laughs> the shoe is. Like I can't, I can't put it into words. I'm like you with scent. I can't, I truly cannot put it into words. <laughs> you have to get a visual on it. Um, and I trust that you know a lot about boxes and retail packaging. Yeah, despite it's, it's, all of that, you are still left gagged are you gagged once again our homie Kerwin has left me gagged <laughs> and i i i bow down to him he he can do it like no one else hmm. and uh i i okay, yeah, they're daddy. really one of the most unbelievably weird things i've ever been given and i want them out of my sight as soon as possible <laughs> but be gone i'm kind of glad i i tried them all i like tried them on and took a picture and I was like, damn, this is actually insane what these look like. like I think this is, this is so a healthy lit. exercise for you to, yeah, you I know, agree. Mu much like McDonald's um, popular jungle gym, children's area, the play place. Sometimes, Chris, you need to remember to just play. The best way to learn a language immersion living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way and that's with Babbel. One in five Americans uh, have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Chris and I are going to the country of Georgia in a month or so, and they have a very unique language. And I will be using Babbel to try and just get a little bit of action so I can know how to order my, uh, cold, my cold brew lattes and things like that in a way uh, that's actually science-based. Don't spend hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Use Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons. They're handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new lingo in as little as three weeks. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash how long. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash how long, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L, dot com slash how long rules and restrictions may apply Babel. i know it was really it did feel like that when i was trying them on i was like you know what i needed this uh, uh -huh. but yeah they're they're absolutely fucking they're absolutely fucking twisted mm -hmm. um <laughs> after our our big meal we woke up at you know 5 a.m to head over to boston and we've said a lot of things about boston on this show Jason, um, and I meant those things. Some good, some great, some things even bad. Uh, some things bad. I, I, I don't regret any of them, but I have to say this 24 hours in Boston was fully enjoyable, and I had a great time, and it was it, it was the best time I've ever had there, probably. Thank you. That's the TJ factor, it sounds like, right? No, I think it's a, uh, I think it's a Four Seasons Mostly Boston me. factor, but also a TJ factor. <laughs> that helps. It doesn't hurt that you were there. It helps that you were there. Yeah, no, good point, good point. No, of, of, the, of the handful of times that I've visited Beantown, uh, the, this too was probably my favorite situation. It was, it was very similar to when we went to Chicago for the last time. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, all, all you need to do is just make these two adjustments. Exa no, 100%. And you're like, oh, I like this place now. You stay at a high-end Republican hotel, and you go have good meals. That's walking distance to a whole... F that's, an, that's a thing that anchors my spirit. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. I mean, even, even having to search out a water or something, like I want to be able to get that across the street. I want to be able to see where I can buy a Fiji from. <laughs> to search out a water. But the, the hotel... So we were staying at the Four Seasons. It was really nice. Um, it was great. And the, but the, 
uh, near the we got there early and then and then we went out to lunch and and then we came back and the, it was feeling different in there you know what i mean i was like why are all these people mm -hmm. it's a weird crowd and then i realized that the the army navy uh football game was taking place in boston and all of the kind of retired army navy folks who have gone on to make money were staying at this hotel to celebrate the foot to go to the football game and it really it, it put me in a weird spot. I don't know why. Because you were surrounded by a bunch of people who probably hate us? Yeah, but I, I mean, that's how I grew up. I should be used to that. You know what I mean? But it was something, it was just a very weird, I was like, I don't want to be around these like racist grandmas like having hot cocoa. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of guys who are just kind of like casually, maybe like toothpicking themselves while they're wearing like uh, a West Point Oh yeah, for sure. Pull over. Yeah, yeah. They had like a, no hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah. A West Point like quarter zip. Yeah. With with like a hat on and a Rolex and then like a big American made SUV in the valet. Yeah, that and, was the vibe. But I think what you were the point that you were talking about really it was kind of puzzling because you're like you you think military people not the the poorest in the lot but it's not necessarily a line of work that one gets into to become ultra wealthy but th i feel like this was the the point zero zero one percent of military elite where they're like yeah i have a helicopter like that yeah, kind of well level because a lot of people just by being in the military we only have to be in the military for a little while when you're like a kid you know and then you can get out and then you get to say that you were in the military for it's like it's like the way people obviously go to college and if it's somewhere that they're proud of they talk about it until they die and that's an identifying factor of their life sure sure which which always feels insane to me like you went to wake forest you're 65 years old why are you talking to me about where you went to college <laughs> like what are, you're you're like that was 50 years ago who cares <laughs> but people people have a bumper sticker and a fucking t-shirt and they magnets and they talk about it i, I just don't i'll never understand that obviously for many o reasons only the only worst thing is when you do that but you didn't even go there your kid goes there that oh that's a classic yeah that's a classic and or I love, you're, you're the only identity you have is my my son fucked his life up so bad that he had to join the military that, oh that's <laughs> that's the worst my son is a marine i'm like oh yeah i bet real proud of him too um <laughs> Yeah, it was it was it changed the it changed the hotel vibe, but the hotel was really nice. And and weirdly, there was a couple of other. Brian Grazer was in the building, mm -hmm. which I was I really want to know why Brian Grazer was in Boston. He must have a he must have a daughter at Emerson or something. There's no he couldn't be there just to build. Brian Grazer, Boston. Where does Brian Grazer live? He lives in Santa Monica, LA. Long way, long way. Yeah. It was just so funny seeing how shitty he looks. You know what I mean? Because he's played himself in a couple. Like I feel like he played himself in Entourage or something. Yeah, yeah. He he was just on an episode of the Kardashians. Like like in the last oh, really? two weeks. He's he's gonna he's doing a show about Chris's life. Oh yeah, he was on on, on an episode of Entourage. Yeah, for sure. Legend. One of the one of the greats. Spiky hair. <laughs> I mean, he's old, obviously, but you know, one he kind of looks like Hunter Biden. Speaking of, he's having a good week. <laughs> Is is there anything more aspirational than Hunter Biden's spending and consumption? He's sort of like um, the opposite, or he, I guess he's like an, an, a nice accompaniment to George Santos, like a shitty Republican who both sides have grown to love for his unique talents. Hunter's kind of the same, where Republicans and Democrats are both like, you're a fucking legend, bro. Beast mode, king, king shit. You go to yeah. If you're fucking, if, this is how it's done, bro. If you have any sense, you give it up. 
to Hunter. And, and if you if you don't give it up to Hunter, you're probably lying to yourself or kind of on a soapbox for political gain. Because that's just, I, I don't know what else it could be if yeah, you don't to, give it up. The, I guess to me, it's it's like the highest version of when somebody like goes streaking at a at the Super Bowl or something like that. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> to me, yes. it's just that's that's all it is. Where it's just like, damn. I mean, it's a bummer that this person is gonna like spend the night in jail, but you got to give it up. That was so sick. I saw his dick flapping on on the pitch. The ATM withdrawals. Yeah, the gun stuff. It's all just. It's all good. It's all cool. And I, I'm I I can't believe. Yeah, and I like that Twitter seems to be focusing mostly on the the fact that he's paying sex workers a livable wage like everyone's like damn this is this is why well, i wish i wish his dad would do that you know that kind of stuff he's i saw on saturday night live they were like hunter biden's the only one that's ever going to complete a sentence oh that's <laughs> which was the only biden that's ever going to complete a sentence it's really funny. that's good whoever wrote that one well done i watched i watched olivia rodrigo on snl this morning mm-hmm. as bueno she was good, man. She was really good. She did she did um vampire like the big single like on the piano, just her and the piano. I didn't know she could tickle the keys like that. <laughs> was it was it a difficult song to play on piano? I know you don't I know you don't play yourself, but could you tell Oh, I don't I don't think that. I don't I don't think it's like that. I just think that like I didn't any, any level of comprehension competent. was you were impressed by. Yeah, I just I just thought she kind of stood up there and rocked. You know what I mean? I thought that was kind of the thing. Like, I'm hot. The songs are great. I can sing. But there was a little more to it. I was impressed. I mean, I guess you kind of have to do that. When you can do that, you have to prove the naysayers wrong if you have any opportunity to do that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's very similar to, like, Chris Black performing live on stage. You're like, huh. Or them jeans with the tambourine. You're like, wow, he... <laughs> He was, he was hikey nice with it. Son of a gun. Hold on. Hold on. These motherfuckers can do this. No. Uh, yeah, we did. So in Boston, we had a show at the uh, the Wilbur Theater, which was beautiful. Like a really, really nice. Like that might be the nicest theater we've ever played in, right? Mm-hmm. More charm. Charm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it felt, it was giving more legendary. Yeah, that's, I guess that's what I mean. I guess that's what I mean. But it was in the theater district of Boston, which I've never been to before, which I guess is just a place for stand-up comedians and Penn and Teller to perform. <laughs> like I didn't see any, I didn't see any, you know, uh, Phantom of the Opera. I just saw Anthony Jeselnik and, and Hassan <laughs> Minaj and Penn and Teller, which felt like we were in the right place. You know what I mean? Yeah. I th- And we were talking to like the, the union guys working there, like asking them what stuff normally happens there. And they're like, stand-up comedy. It's, it's like 90% stand-up comedy is all we do now. And it's, it's stand-up, so popular for live shows now because it's over in an hour and everyone and the overhead is low and it's just easy yeah, for everyone to I mean, do for that. sure i mean if like anthony jeselnik <laughs> is music being replaced by us i i hope not god but anthony jeselnik was doing four days in a row at this theater and i mean mm-hmm. you fly in once you stay at a hotel you show up every night at the same time you do the same thing you go home with you know a hundred grand or whatever maybe a little less i mean it it doesn't everybody he was win. doing he was doing two shows a night as well so that's oh you're right you're he, right you're right so that's eight shows in four days if he didn't catch the kobe he's definitely making bread but is is that is it do those guys when you're buying a ticket to see something like that do they really do an hour or do they do a little more or does it just depend they'll usually do an hour and they'll have they'll usually bring one to two openers 
There's an mm. opener and there's a middle and then and yeah, then sure, the headliner sure. usually. Okay, so it's a longer night, but they're only doing an hour. Yeah, usually it, like they'll they'll travel with their middle and then there'll be like a local opener is how it normally works. The place was yeah, it was it was beautiful and um, but yeah, we did the show. This was a new kind of uh, concept for us where we where we had musicians with us, but we we came out, we did our thing, and then we brought kevin morby out to talk to us for a while and then kevin and um his girlfriend katie waxahachie like played some songs at the end and i thought it was fun because we also did some songs at the end which was it did feel kind of insane um <laughs> but i had a good time i think you did too like i, yeah. I had to sound check a song where i was singing off of uh, uh, singing with two people who i like respect as musicians like i know their music you know what I mean? They're not just my yeah. friends. They're like yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like people I really like and respect, and they're so encouraging. And like sure. this is so sick. This is it's so like fun. me scratching in front of burial. <laughs> exactly. He was. They were like, it's so sick. This is so fun. And I was just like, damn, are they gassing me up? But if so, it's working. <laughs> um. So it gave me it gave me the confidence I needed to kind of get over the hump because I was nervous. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was much more nerve wracking for you because you were singing. And uh, when I I sang a sublime song, you sang. A Lemonhead song, and I was kind of doing more backups, and you were, you were a little bit more upfront with it. I guess it's, it's just so weird doing that in front of an audience of people that have paid money to be entertained, and you're just there singing. Entertainment is entertainment. I mean, look, I don't think they would like that if it was just me doing it. Um, when you're with when you're with two people that are really good, <laughs> doesn't really matter. I couldn't fuck up that bad. Basically, is what I'm, right. is what I'm trying to say. Like, there's nothing I could do. I was I was like the Keanu in Dog Star. I'm in the back. I'm playing bass. If I fuck up, yeah, it's it's still gonna be okay. I'm not gonna bring the ship down. We're gonna make it through. Yeah, but it was it was really fun and and it was very nice of them to kind of indulge me. I called it indie rock make a wish. Um, is kind of what it felt like, um, <laughs> and that's fine with me. Um, but they were they were great. It's it's very cool when you can get on a stage with just a guitar and just kind of captivate people. You know what I mean? And be like, I got it. Yeah, like I'll just I'll handle this. You guys have to make all these jokes and make fun of yourself. I can just get up here and play some beautiful songs, and people are looking at me with love in their eyes. Mm -hmm. Um, and that is that is the power of music, I guess. Yeah. Hanging out with them was was very nice. They're two very lovely, sweet people, and we don't deserve them. We, <laughs> but also it's it's a good it's a good um, I don't know like a, a a self love type of situation where you know these people that you look up to and admire for their talents are like, hey man, great job, you did an amazing yeah. job, so funny, so good, yeah. and you and you know that it's real, you know what I mean? Oh, for sure. I mean, and because Kevin. Kevin and Katie listen to the show like you know we're friends um but it's still a different the live thing is even people like that who do it for a living I don't think they totally know what it's going to be you know what I mean like what it's going to be mm -hmm. or what it's going to be like or even in this case like how the crowd would react to what we were doing um I do think there was somebody that misunderstood what was happening and they brought their child uh because they thought it was just like a Kevin Morby solo show mm -hmm. and to those people I do apologize um for what they had to hear but we also thank you for buying a ticket. Yeah, it was weird. That was the first time because I've seen like stand up before or like a little like a crowd work clip where someone's like, is that a baby? And they work it in like, but I've never I've never experienced doing this show where sometimes we say some not baby stuff on stage and knowing that there is a child there. <laughs> it does make you it does affect you. Even if you're the baddest bunny in the world, 
you're like, damn, this is. I just I feel weird. I have to like watch what I'm saying now because yeah, there's a sure. six year old here. For sure, I, I, I can't say f u c k. I don't care, but I could see why you would, and that's that's fine. I think that's totally cool. Yeah, it was a it was a great <laughs> it was a great it was a great time. And Boston treated us well. We'll be back. Uh, Boston was Boston was very good to us. Um, and that that was our yeah. We will be back. Final how long gone show of the year, Jason, and, t- and then we pick back up in January in San Francisco. But it, it feels good to to have done. The, the best stuff we've ever done and you know three in a row and now we're we, we get to t- i don't get to take a break from work but we get to take a break from that <laughs> yeah there's a mental break going on yesterday was like i told i told alex i was like once when you left to go to your flight and i had a f- few more minutes mm-hmm. i was like i really felt like Clooney and up in the air like i'm like in the boston airport on a saturday afternoon alone <laughs> in the like i'm just like is this is this what it's all about is this what it's all about and and it is you know it was fine of course um but i I just it was a very funny like sometimes that hits me especially in like this time of year because flying on a saturday is the best but it's a different kind of crowd yeah i guess i know what you mean because you're like you're saying to yourself is this my life in a good way and a bad way you know what i mean yes 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 i i I mean like everyone else is at home like watering their lawn and having a barbecue or whatever doing doing nice stuff on the weekend and you're like i'm built differently i'm at the boston logan (laughs) airport hey i'm built different i'm at the airport not a lot of people not a lot of people can do this i'm at the airport paying six dollars for a bottle of water while you cut the grass and play with your kids who wins bitch yeah that's that's very true fuck them kids that's fuck them kids but you you got back and and you had to go straight to a christmas party holiday party i'm sorry holiday party (laughs) did you drink at the party i did i did drink at the party yeah i got home and then like three hours later went to a holiday party for friends of the show pia and davide who was this one who was it sponsored by because I, I saw the the barancini olive oil tower which did mm-hmm. feel like i was in a, a high-end grocery store which i like yeah but i just was there did you see any was there gray goose like did you see any logos gia gia was in the building oh okay well for for all I'm, I'm, i mean those parties it's it's a lot of drinkers Our friends of the show <laughs> but i guess there's they, they need to have gia on deck just in case yeah there's 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 also there's a lot of sober kings in the building you know what i mean so that's true some people need need the gia that's true no you're I right need the gia. Yeah, i need the gia. but and uh Food provided by by the Funk Man, of course. Oh, you know the Funk Man. Oh, baby, only the Bocaccia best. Focaccia pyramids had a oh. a lovely um, a lovely meat kind of like a ragu lasagna. Really oh. housed that one down. Oh, the burrata and persimmons were no were flowing no. perfectly mushy Hold persimmons. On. This yeah. motherfucker, this motherfucker brought persimmons to Pasadena. That's 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 nice. <laughs> Pasta and pizza is one thing. Persimmons, that's a different level. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's. When tomatoes are out of season, it's it's the perfect holiday treat. I see. I see. I see. Yeah, it was great. Had some martinis, had a little red wine. I got I got home and, and went outside to run some errands. Had to get some film. I'm going to Dallas tomorrow. And the um the it was SantaCon yesterday in New York. Oh no. So so it was a little I was like, oh, it's because it was beautiful when I got back. Like the weather was really nice. It was warm. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna go run some errands. You know, it's I, I got all afternoon because I got home pretty early. And I was just look everywhere I turned. There was another fucking frat boy in a polyester Santa suit with with his like drunk girlfriend dressed up like a slutty gingerbread cookie, mm-hmm. stumbling down the street. You know, and I, I forget. I know it happens every year. I've been here forever. Um, but 
every time it's a surprise. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like every time I'm like, oh shit. I thought maybe because I'm not in the heart of the East Village, it would be a little better. And I think it, it's it's even worse in like Midtown and shit. Like I think it's I think it it, fe- it feels like it's spread like the COVID yeah. virus. There's yeah, I feel like there's more of those types a little bit more north. I feel like McSorley's yeah. is like the gateway to heading up there. It's bad. It's it's bad. It's bad. It's yeah. Bad. What I was I saw this this sign. There's a restaurant over there called Yellow Rose. It's kind of like a Tex-Mex place, and they had they had a sign on the wall. Like their their entrance saying like no Santas. Yeah, you have to post that. You have to you have to do you have to do yeah you have to declare. But it, but it, it feels so like like um like a like bygone segregation or something it's like crazy. That. Yeah, no, it's like it's, like hip, hippies use the back door. But we went of, to we went to like kind of sign or perhaps something. We went worse. to a lovely day last night and there was like a table of like drunk chicks dressed up like Santa. It, at lovely day and i'm like this has got it this is like we got to turn some people away we refuse the well, right did- to serve anyone you know what i mean <laughs> type vibe <laughs> see that we we need we need some of that lovely gatekeeping where three to seven of those uh mrs clauses roll up one of them smells like barf you gotta be like no <laughs> not tonight excuse me mrs claus but you threw up on yourself I, we're not we can't let you have pad thai tonight yeah i'm glad that i have never experienced the santa con it's it's a it's a nasty tradition it is nasty i guess it started i read yesterday that it started like as like a charity it was like for good at some point kind, and kind of like the gotten, like the no the movember yeah, exactly. we're like I know that this has yes, virtuous. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know where this started, but it is not uh, finishing ramifications. There. Yes. But it, but it's perhaps it's not worth it. <laughs> perhaps. perhaps, and and we need the we need our charities to stand up and say your money's no good here, Santa. That's really it was really that's really funny. That's but really I think funny. the reason why because you know the type of person that's going to uh, earnestly participate in Santa Con is is probably. The opposite of whoever we are, I guess. It is. It, it is. It is. You know, there's been like 30 rock episodes about it. Everyone loves to complain. You know, it's like yeah. a Burning Man or something like that. Every time it happens, every it's it's fuel for the fire. And I think if we just ignore these people mm-hmm. who these, yeah, you're right. These 37 year olds who wear backpacks, if we ignore these people and what they're doing and pretend that they're not even there. They'll just They'll go organically away. stop yeah. participating in the con. The real problem I have with it is probably most of these people are make more money than us. Of course. That's the real course. part that kind of hits me b- below the belt. It's like a 28-year-old analyst that is that is doing way better than he should be, and that's why he can get blackout drunk on a Saturday afternoon with no with with no consequences. With my with my Salesforce mafia, all <laughs> exactly. everyone all exactly. all the goats from the office are gonna go. That's li- that's literally what it's like, but yeah, I guess you're right. I think if we ignore it, it'll just go away, like most problems in life. Or, or yeah, you get a lot of that for you know raising children and things like that, small animals. Yeah, that's true. That's they true. piss on the couch. Yeah. You don't don't give me attention. Yeah, you just have to look the other way. Yeah, it's when I'm having a temper tantrum. That's what people in my life do too. They just kind of go to the other room. You don't want to eat the breakfast. That's fine. Stuff like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't like the avocado toast I made? Okay, well, fine. You can fucking fin for yourself then. Yeah, you could starve, you little bitch. Well, we are back with uh, we're back with some more podcasts next week. Um, some good ones. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we have a big uh, fellow podcaster who has a, a Netflix comedy special out right now. I watched it last night. Oh, you did? I I will say this. <laughs> that it is i know you don't like any stand-up so no the intro is very good 
and there are some mm-hmm. jokes that are good for sure. I mean, he's funny. I I read the GQ story about him is is really interesting actually, because um, I didn't know I didn't know a lot. Okay. I didn't know a lot, but yeah. So I I'm happy I watched it, and I also found there's a new show on HBO called Bookies, and they gave that that famous comedian a show finally the guy that's like huge yeah yeah yeah. what's his name um the italian guy why can't i think of him sebastian Maniscalco. sebastian Maniscalco. it's honestly not a bad it's not a bad show but but charlie sheen's in it and it, it it's because it's produced okay. by the like chuck lorry the guy who did two and a half men um but charlie sheen plays a sure a gambling guy with a rich a richard meal watch and he has to give it to them because he owes them so much money yeah it's like a it's like a, a show about like sports betting and gamblers and bookies and all that stuff it's a good idea yeah yeah it's, it's basically a, a veteran a veteran bookie struggling to survive the impending legalization of sports gambling mm. um and he's got like a his his like enforcer is a former nfl player who like blew all his money because he has so many kids love an enforcer Okay, well, I, I might ch- I might check that out. It's not great, but it's not bad. It's mindless for okay. sure. Yeah, the 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 movie that he was in about is basically like about his life, and I think De Niro plays his dad. It's an, it's an unwatchable film. I felt bad for him. I think it's on Delta. Check it out. Love I love checking out on Delta. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you guys for listening uh, to How Long Gone. Thank you to everyone who came to our shows in Los Angeles, New York, and and Boston. We really appreciate it. San Francisco, we'll see you in January. More on that soon. Mm. We'll put some we'll, we'll be putting some stuff up in the merch store, some some of the stuff we we took on tour um as soon as we can. Mm-hmm. And, and some new stuff as well. And we're going to have now jeans, now jeans soon too. We have a new a new jean um and uh Ooh, new I, jeans. Yeah, that's no no problem. That was a little that was for David Cho. Now I know it's a play for my last outro. Thank you. Thank you again for listening. Jason, thank you for your service as always as a consummate co-host, dining companion, travel ooh, companion ooh, ooh, ooh. and and, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh we we appreciate we appreciate all. Thank you again to Kevin Morby and Katie Crutchfield for joining us in Boston. It was really it was something special. And uh Thank you to McDonald's. Yeah, we love you. We love you, Kerwin Frost, and your crazy, crazy attitude. Shout out to shout out to Kerwin. I know you're listening. I know you're getting your nails done at Art Basel right now, but put your headphones in. Bye bye.